Hello, everybody, party people in the house. Welcome to the most weekly of all bi-weekly soccer shows in Arizona. My name is your wonderful host, Justin. We got Michael Vanderplastered here. Yep, yep. And, and we, uh, uh, we no Christian. We did some addition by subtraction. We made the show better by uh, taking out Christian. Yeah, the average IQ in the room is about to go way up, let me tell you. Way the fuck up. Don't tell him yet. Don't tell him. I mean, it's not going to be a surprise. I think you already told everyone, right? No. No. Well, I, we have, I left out a name. We'll tell him. We'll tell him. Because well, it's the well, episode well, right now, you no, know? No, but, but we'll just tell him when he, when he comes in. It'll be a surprise. There is a guest coming. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about a team. And yeah. So first, we're going to talk about Phoenix Rising versus the Tacoma Roughnecks. Um, actually, Tacoma. T- t- I know it was a joke. The Rough Lads. Tacoma Rough Lads. I d- didn't mean to say Necks. Uh, no, it was actually Tacoma High School Football Club. Uh, we played them. We whooped their ass four to zero. Mm-hmm. Michael, what are your some teams? Some teams only put three up against them. Yeah, like fuck some San teams Antonio, from, like from San Antonio yeah. and stuff. And also, fuck New Mexico for coming back. That was bullshit. We literally just watched the end of that game. Um, I'm salty. New Mexico didn't do anything. That was all Kivon. There was one man on that pitch, and it was, uh, it was literally Kavon three, Timbers two, three. I don't have but the same love. <laughs> they're both above us, so this is a good thing. It's man. good they that they both, both drop points, points, but I would have much rather Timbers to go um, go and get the three points because I definitely see them falling down the stretch more than I see New Mexico falling down the stretch. Plus, it was a home game for New Mexico. It was. So it's probably more but drop then, points, and the fact that New Mexico was up two to nothing. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, still would have liked to see Timbers win just because it's juicy. Anyways, it's, it's what are your um, your quick takes, your quick thoughts on the? Um, Let's uh, start with the uh, the Tacoma Austin High game. School. The, no, fuck we'll, that game. We'll, we'll we'll just go through it. Okay, real you quick. go through it because I actually didn't watch that game, and I'm really oh. glad I didn't. So you so, go go ahead. Yeah, I, I I watched the replay. They did play pretty badly. Um but it's a Wednesday it's a Wednesday night game against a team that's like extremely defensive so it was always going to be difficult but they did they did play like shit I'll I'll put it out there they did play like shit and most of them responded pretty well um like uh what's his name uh Blackman apologized and took took responsibility for the loss then there was people like uh, Lamar that were more worried about what announcers had to say about them than uh, their bad play. But yeah, that but goes to like what we were talking about with lone players. Yeah. Um, not really buying into the team, you know. Like, yeah. After taking a loss like that, if all you're worried about is how people are talking about you, yeah. I got news for you, buddy. But he's young, so you can't really expect that yeah. much out of him. I know he has potential, that's for sure. So like, I can't hate yeah. the kid. I respect Blackman for coming out and saying that, though. But then he comes in as a substitute against Tacoma, and plays pretty badly again. Plays some lazy passes again. So if you're gonna if you're gonna apologize for it, like fix your mistakes. Like, yeah, do better. We know he's better than what he's playing right now. Yeah, and now that you say that, that actually makes the calling up Austin Ledbetter from FC Tucson make a little bit more sense because yeah. we have Dumbuya who's in that right back spot. We also have Blackman come in and I think Dumbuya played really good, but having um Ledbetter there just in case 
yeah. is better than having Blackman in as a sub just because of how inconsistent Blackman's been. So I think we don't see Blackman in the 18. We see Ledbetter up there. Just probably. Okay. Dude, but he's not can, starting. Nobody can ever question uh, Farrell's dedication to this team. I love this it. This man is collecting stitches like they're playing cards. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's like, you know what? I'm going to bust the back of my head open and get some stitches. Then he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a cleat from A.J. Cochran and, and get some stitches below my knee as well. Like That is the reason I got him on my on my shirt. Chicks, chicks dig scars. So he chicks was like, do. Ask Zach. He knows. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. The Lubinator knows. He, maybe he saw. Maybe he was like, dang, okay. Yeah. I, I, I see you out there. And then yeah. he was like, I'm going to get two scars. Get a little bit closer to the mic there, buddy. You're... Your lines I are, told you. are starting I told to stack. This is why he made me move it. We're not going to do the mic talk this week, but no, he made me no. move it, and now it doesn't sound as good. No, no, it's now all right. It's not as now, now you're perfect, actually. Now it's not as natural. Okay. So, yeah, anyways, um, nobody played good in Austin. You yeah. didn't even secure a point. They fucking had cow noises and duck noises over the loudspeaker. Yeah, you hate to see it. That's some minor league shit. It makes the league look pretty bad. Yeah. Also, Diego Restrepo had a great game. but <sighs> That guy, like, I think Rising as One said it, that guy has the game of his life every time he plays us. It's yeah. bullshit. It was just a, and the, all they have to do is just shoot, like, two feet higher. Well, not two feet, because then they didn't go over. Like, a few inches higher, because mm-hmm. the guy can't reach it. He's, like, five foot tall. Obviously, like, that doesn't matter, because Colorado Springs, their keeper was yeah. less than well, he was probably shorter than I am and he he played maybe, like a, like a nuthead. Maybe that's their problem. They're just not shooting high enough, man. Maybe. <laughs> and then we're going to shoot too high, so I don't I don't yeah. want to see cro- uh shots go over the bar. Yeah. But yeah, so we didn't play good in Austin. Oh well. Water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. what are your quick takes on the Tacoma game? Uh so the it's Reggae Boys FC. It really is Reggae Boys FC. It really be like that. JJ almost scored a second one too, um, and it was assisted by Flemings mm-hmm. and Flemo. Flemo sitting on a hat trick almost, and he so passed unselfishly passed it to Solomon Asante, which is something you love to see. He and said, Solo "Here you got, go, Captain." Yeah, Captain got his first run of play goal of the season, right? which is yeah. awesome. I was waiting for it. Yeah, it took man. a long time, but I'm, I was ready. Um, yeah, no, it was a great game. I mean, again, there we played against like. A 15-year-old or a 14-year-old. Like, the youngest player ever to play a USL game was in that game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. They, were, they were a young, young team, so we can't take too much out of it. They were yeah. fast, but, I mean, come on. It's a bunch of guys who can't drive yet. They're literally the worst team in the league. Yeah. Like, if, especially defensively. If we lost that game, shit would burn. Yeah. So there was no other. Even if we drew that game, shit would burn. So there was no other outcome. That yeah. we would have accepted other than a win, and we got it for sure. So we're not for surprised, sure. you know. We expected it. Yeah. Um, Flemo up for goal of the week. How's he looking? I haven't checked. Like I'm doing voting every day, but I haven't checked like the percentage recently. We should pull that up. Yeah, we should. When does it end? It probably already did. Oh. it did already. Oh fuck! And so we since didn't. Since I anything, didn't see anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wait, it's doesn't it end on a Saturday? Uh, well, they announce it, they do the voting like Monday through Wednesday and then they announce it on like Thursday or Friday. So Uh, since we didn't hear anything, he didn't win it. Damn it. Which is lame. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good goal. Um, I didn't see the competition because I don't bother to watch the the other goals that are up against it, but I mean, 
He tried. Some people, we just vote for our guy. Yeah. And psh, fuck fuck everybody else. Fuck that. They look like shit. Yeah. They look like shit. They didn't even mean to hit it like that. <laughs> um, you want to talk Endgame spoilers real quick? No, no, I don't <laughs> want to talk Endgame. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. I, I already had it, it spoiled for me, and I'm a little bit pissed. You did? Yeah. How? It's whatever. Just running across different things on like Twitter or Facebook. Or oh. but was it like an intentional spoiler, or was someone yeah. like, "Oh my god, no, no, this happened, and I can't get over it." It was definitely intentional. Oh. Yeah, people do that all the time. Bitch. Uh, I had The Force Awakens spoiled for me. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, haven't had Avengers spoiled for me, but now that I said that, I probably will. Yeah, people I'm are going to look it. you out. and, yeah. and I'm not seeing it till Wednesday. Spoilers. Yeah. I won't see it till probably this weekend. So I was going to go see it Sunday, but uh, I can't deal with the Battle of Winterfell and Avengers Endgame in the same day. Why not? It's like, I don't think anybody is emotionally stable enough for that. Like, Just fuck people it, dude. gonna die left and right. What, and what if of Battle of Winterfell doesn't even fucking happen? What it's if they? Gonna, it's going to happen. What if they put it off another episode? No, it's going to happen. They already said it's the largest battle scene in cinematic history. Oh. Even bigger than Lord of the Rings. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But... We're not here to go, talk about Go see Avengers. it Sunday. Go yeah. see it Sunday. Don't nah, be a bitch. Nah, nah, nah. Get a bunch of tissues. Nah, 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 get nah, some nah. fucking chocolates. Nah, because I get gotta... like a, a foot massager. Like, go hard and <laughs> treat yourself, dude. Let your emotions run free. I got, I got other stuff we got to do on fr- on Sunday. Nah, so, true. We're good. Um, you want to jump into the Sacramento game a little bit? Yeah, we'll talk a little a little bit of sac. Okay. Um, fuck them, first of all. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except for Tyler Blackwood. Tyler School. I don't know. No, fuck him. Um, see, uh, see, you guys say this stuff like you're, you weren't really around for the Tyler Blackwood days. Like, like the dude's a good guy. But uh, sure, he's a good okay. guy, and that's okay. But he doesn't play for us. That's the thing. He doesn't play for us. And when I say fuck him, I don't mean it maliciously. I just mean like I do not really think about him at all. So, yeah, he doesn't play for us. It's okay though. Like, I don't hate him. He's cool. Yeah. It's whatever, but I, fuck him, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Sacramento's a little thorn in our side. They're a little bitch. Yeah. Uh, in recent history, it's been tough to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's look up. A little, little worried. Let's do that. From, just from memory, we lost to them in 2016. Okay, so we have six wins, four draws. Or they have six wins against us, four draws. And two wins for us, so. Yeah, it's very lopsided. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried, honestly. Like, they don't have the form they've had in the past, but neither do we. Yeah. You know? So, last year, we lost to them one to three and then drew with them as well. Yeah. That one to three was, like, our only home loss last year. One of the only It was, yeah. They're they're tough. They're, uh... Like, you can't just walk into Papa Murphy's Park and expect to pull anything other than a point out, honestly. Yeah. That's a they're tough not, place to they're play. They're not great this year, though. They've had three goals from open play. so. But they're Cameron, undefeated at home yeah. minus playing Sounders yeah. bench. So they've, so they've got eight goals on the season. They've let up five. So they're extremely defensive. There's not going to be many goals in this game. Cameron Awasa has like five penalties or something like that, and then they have three goals from open play. Yeah, from from other guys. So then it's just down to our defense and if they can hold it. Yeah, which we don't know yet because we haven't had 
like we've had a couple strong defensive games, mm-hmm. but we've also like obviously we started the season not good. We don't know how long our defense can handle it, if that makes sense. Because like yeah. I'm confident in our defense, but against a team like Sacramento away, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Like and I can't stress the away thing enough. Like in this league, if you're going away, it's sometimes. Tough. Yeah. It Most of the time, unless you're playing a two team, when you're Papa playing Murphy's, away, it's, it's it's really tough. It Papa Murphy's. It is. Um, like G- RGV, it's not because of fans. It's because of the it's shitty of weather how they and play, the shitty yeah. pitch and the humidity and, and shit. Yeah. But like going going to a lot of away games is it's a tough it's tough to play. You know, mm. it's like that in MLS too. If you're away, I mean. Good luck. It's it's tough, but um, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything crazy. Like, I feel like the starting eleven, if it's any different, really, from last week, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah, because last sure. week was obviously a good a good result. That was what we wanted to see. I don't know. I think Adam comes back. Uh, maybe he comes back against OC Does on he? May fourth. Like, okay, so we're talking about changes to the starting eleven. Mm-hmm. We put like JJ. JJ scored a fuck ton of goals for us this year, right? And um, I think he's on like three, four. That's a fuck ton. Three. Um, Adam has scored two. Uh, yeah, he scored two. But like, here's my thing. Okay, so Adam, sure he's a good player, you know. He just hasn't clicked yet. But going from a game where you're really hot, for scoring four goals, I don't care who it's against, you scored four goals in the last game. Put those guys who are riding that hot streak in. I mean, sure, Adam's probably on the bench this time because he wasn't last last week. Yeah, but just fucking throw that same eleven out and see because they're hot. They're they're riding the yeah. wave, you know. I think he said that uh, Adam was back on the May fourth, anyways. So for the game against OC, anyways. So, so maybe we'll he's not in. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I'm expecting that same eleven just because why fuck with the formula that has yeah. that worked, you know? Yeah. And again, it's. It's a high school team, but these guys scored goals. Their confidence is really high. They got yeah. a shutout at home. First home win, you know, that whole 11 is going to feel it. Mm. You know, I don't know. That's just me, though, because I feel like if you change it up, that's not that's not going to work. Yeah. Who do we uh, – Vega had a pretty good game. He had, like, three shots on target or something like that. Almost yeah, scored he had a good few passes, times. you know. Um, yeah. Fernandez really came into his own later in the match. Yeah. Um. I mean, Lubin is playing really great right now. He's had, yeah. He had a couple really good saves. He got tested a little bit. Um, Dude, there was points where I turned around and Dumboya was in the middle of the pitch, like playing like attacking midfield, and I'm like... He's playing is, really good. What is this? You're trying really hard to, to shut uh, down my boy Dumboya. He's, he's playing good. He's playing okay. He's playing decent. For for his position, that's what he's supposed to do. You know, he's supposed, he's to, supposed get up. to play attacking midfield. No. Fuck it, dude. No. Fuck In the it. middle of the park? No. That is absolutely we got, not we what we got you Colin want. with one game as a as a right back under his belt, dude. He can handle that shit back there. That is not what you wanted. We're gonna cut Don't this little this, this little seggy short because uh our guest is here. And just like that, the average IQ of this room just went up immensely. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, welcome Kyle Kepner, um, the crown jewel of Arizona soccer. Yeah, man. When we say we upgraded, we we meant it. We uh we bought <laughs> Christian out. Christian's Christian was like, No, I think I can make it for this one. And we're like, No, nah, dude, not nah. allowed. We locked we locked the door. If you hear it banging on the window, 
as Christian on yeah. the window. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is uh, that's very flattering, guys. And frankly, I'm a little terrified. Yeah, yeah, uh, you should be. You should <laughs> be. Uh, Kyle, how are you doing? I'm doing, doing great, good? guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I mean, thanks for coming on because uh, you're our first guest, so no mm-hmm. pressure. Yeah. Um, actually, being the first guest is probably the best because you can set the bar wherever you want it. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to have a high bar set, I mean. That's the second person's problem. So, so I can do impressions and like sing karaoke and stuff. I would actually love whatever. that. Whatever, okay. <laughs> I would actually love that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're uh we're gonna change gears a little bit because this is Arizona Soccer Radio. We're not just gonna talk rising guys. We're talking sporting Arizona, not sporting yeah, Kansas yeah. City. Um. Yeah. Kyle actually is. Uh. Correct me if I'm wrong, because again, no show notes. I'm unprepared as hell. Um. Director of communications at Sporting Arizona. Yeah, I was. Um. And. You know, it's it's semi-pro, it's amateur, it's UPSL. Um, my role there has kind of morphed over time. We call me the director of operations now cool. because there's just a lot of a lot of things to it, and you know, the titles don't matter as much as just trying to put on a quality show. Of course, yeah. of course. You're a man of many hats. Man. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you don't if yeah, you don't right. know Kyle, you're you're wrong in the first part. Mm-hmm. Like like. <laughs> He's the reason why people like us and Rising is One and Firebird Rising are able to do what they did. He uh, he kickstarted this. Uh, you started it with uh, on SB Nation, right? For like uh, Sacramento. Yeah, so go I, back and tell us tell us all your history. Sorry, let's get to know you. Let's get into the nitty gritty of what makes you you. Okay, so I was born on a chilly Friday morning in December. Okay, and then uh. And then when Arizona United came along, I decided I wanted to be involved in some way. Mm-hmm. I tried to get my company to partner with Kyle Lang a little bit in the in the early days, but what ended up happening was I was invited to, I was somebody noticed me on Twitter, Mr. Chad Hollingsworth. A lot of people might still remember. Um, he noticed me talking about Arizona United on Twitter and asked if I'd be interested in covering the team for for a little blog he was editing called Reckless Challenge, and uh, by early the following year, I was the manager of that blog. And we were trying to do, you know, as much league-wide USL coverage as we could. And one of the ways that we found that we could do that was to get onto SB Nation, which was a bit, bit bigger platform. And Josh Beeman, um, who was our, our Sac Republic guy, um, well-respected in that community, he and I and uh, JC Escobar from Philadelphia, we... We put our heads together and we built a blog on on WordPress first, called it Indomitable City Soccer, and basically proved to SB Nation that we were the people to put up a a Sacramento-centric, USL-only blog, and they loved it, put it up there, and that's still going strong today. Um, But I kind of missed being able to, to write about my hometown team, so in the spring of 2016, as ICS was getting going, I launched a little teeny tiny blog of my own called Firebird Rising, and it never occurred to, occurred to me that later that year the team would rebrand themselves Rising. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you can't say uh, that you called it, but you kind of called it. <laughs> like when we were trying to get an MLS team at first, right? Like like way back in the day. Yes. So like I can't even like, I can't yeah. even take credit. I. I don't know that I remembered when I named the blog. I was trying to come up with something SB Nation esque, right? Um, and I was like, "Oh, I, I'd always called the team the Firebirds, like even since um, since the very beginning." Mm-hmm. And uh, it just seemed to fit. So I was actually talking to Dave Rappaport at 
um, at a game shortly after they after they made the purchase, and we were like bouncing names for the rebrand off of each other, and uh, he didn't he didn't mention Rising at first, but I kind of had a feeling that that's the way it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. He mentioned it to us. He, I, I don't think he liked it as much, but he was like, I think that's what we're going to go with. Bro. I mean, when I was not as into, like, just getting into soccer, um, I saw the rebrand and I was like, what the fuck, you know? But the badge looked cool. And then now I'm like, I'll I'll die on this hill of yeah. Phoenix Rising's the dopest name in American soccer. I love right, it. right. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. But I mean, through the whole process, you know, I just... I wanted to be more involved in the community and, um, you know, even as, even as little as five years ago, following USL, like division three, that was, that was hipster stuff. That was, yeah, that, low, was, that was lower level. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so after a while it became, Oh, you know, now there's, now there's some more amateur, there's some more semi-pro teams popping up. And I put in a call to the UPSL to see if there's anything I could do to help them out. And, Pretty soon, I was able to get involved with them a little bit. Ended up meeting Tim Marchesoto at uh, Sporting AZ, which was just rebranding after <clears throat> after years and years as the Arizona Saguaros. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a great partnership. I've loved working for Tim and uh, Barry Rybicki. Um, it's it's really been a a great ride. And you know, we're celebrating 30 years since the uh, since the inception of Arizona Saguaros. Don't ask me what what we were called thirty years ago. Um, it wasn't the Saguaros, but um, but yeah, this is actually the thirty year anniversary of the club, and it's really special that even in all its iterations and all the different things that have come and gone in American soccer, that that the team is still here and yeah, um, that we're able to honor that past, and we're gonna do that a little bit this year. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Like, who says Arizona doesn't have uh, a rich soccer history? I mean, it's right there. I've heard that we had a pretty strong indoor scene too and i don't i don't know anything about that but um yeah sporting is a huge part of what we've had here in the past uh michael you're gonna say something um what was i gonna say well it probably sucks working with a bunch of liverpool fans but you can't find much better than uh <laughs> barry and tim though they're, they're uh they're like they're like John for me. They're they're the least hateable of the Liverpool fans, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're we're lucky to have some some pretty pretty good people uh, supporting that badge around. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tim was trying to put out the other day that it was like a take on the Liverpool badge, right? Like yeah, he, he posted that to Facebook. There there are similarities. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of similarities. Um, so I noticed it right away, and I I wasn't sure if I should say anything. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, the Griffin's completely different, so that's fine. You know, it is the the Griffin's very important to Tim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, take uh, take us through the Griffin Club thing real quick. Okay. Yeah. So, one of the things that we've been talking about doing for a while is a way to um, engage the fan base in a in a little bit of a unique way, and we came up with the opportunity for um, you know to get our best fans closest to the decision making process in the in the day-to-day of the club so uh, we came up with the griffin club and essentially it's a it's a membership program where when you become a member you get a you get a scarf you get season tickets priority seating playoff tickets because there's going to be playoffs gentlemen oh yeah yeah and best of all is we want to make sure that there's a place at the table for someone from that group um, elected from the group uh, when it comes time to make decisions about um, about things that we're doing in the club 
and so this is uh, this is the first iteration of that. Um, we'll see we'll see how it goes, but it's a hundred dollars to become a member, um, and probably pretty soon here we'll you know we'll make sure that the the inaugural membership is getting together and um, putting together their first agenda, their first items of business, things that they want to raise with the club as we get into the first uh, the first match next weekend. Yeah, okay. and if you haven't if you haven't signed up for it, go ahead and do that. It's only a hundred bucks, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's. I mean, come on. So it's you said the season it. starts next weekend. Yep, May fourth we kick off at home against FC Grande from Las Cruces. Mm-hmm. Always a tough team. Um, we managed to put up a, a really nice contest against them in the conference championship last year. Um, one of our best games of the season to put us through to the uh, to the national championships. But Grande, like from the very beginning, they've been a class organization, built really well. Yeah. Um, scouting their area very well, ma- making a lot of good connections in the in the community. You know, one of our one of our stalwarts, uh, Noel Castillo, is is from Las Cruces. He and his brother Edgar from um, uh, the Revolution now. Okay. You know, both Las Cruces boys, and so we we always know that there's talent in the area, and this club has really been important for them. Yeah. yeah. Now um, about the Griffin Club, this is kind of probably, I mean, knowing nothing uh, nothing about like behind the scenes, it might be something that you guys are trying to stray away from, but it's almost like kind of similar to like. Uh, like uh, Chattanooga selling like ownership stakes to their fans, you know, it, it feels kind of of that same leaf, you know. That's kind of what we want to go for. Like, we don't, we're not really sure what an ownership model would look like, mm-hmm. um, but at this time, you know, a membership idea was really the best way that we could get yeah get fans close to it. Okay. Um, you know, a, a lot in the same way that I didn't really know how I wanted to be involved in soccer in the beginning. I just knew that there was. There was a team. There was some buzz around it, and I just wanted to find a way to be close to the action. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, so anybody out there who doesn't know how they can be involved, they believe in what we're doing at Sporting, please get in touch, and um, you know we'll make it happen. Yeah, um, from experience, like it's super, super approachable, and um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, real quick, let's take it back a little bit. Ex- exa- actually, let's take it back like a year. Um, how does it feel to uh, knock off? International Giants Phoenix Phoenix Rising in the Open Cup. <laughs> Tell us about that a little Ooh. bit. I thought he was gonna go the other direction with the with the other team from Arizona. But oh no yeah. no, those are international <laughs> um, ants. Yeah. ants. I'm not gonna pick at wounds because that was a that was a difficult day for me going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was ecstatic. It was a phenomenal night for our team for the. For the players, everybody involved in the organization, not least because of the respect that we have for Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we at Sporting like we're fans of Rising. We want them to win. We want them to represent the community because because they're doing what they're doing and we're doing what we're doing. Right. And it's a it's nice that we're all on our um, we're all kind of staying in our lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I know that we can reach out to them whenever we want. They reach out to us and, uh, you know, we can work, we can work in tandem together. But that night was just super special because it was two, two strong teams, um, bringing fans out on a great night and, um, you know, giving, giving one of those teams a chance to move on in the open cup. And 
it was huge for us to shed some light on what we were doing well. Um, some of the stories that came out of the um, came out of the roster and what we were trying to build. It was really a, a big moment for us that I don't know. I don't know if Rising would have gotten as much out of a, out of a win in that situation right. as we did. Um, and if I can be so bold, I'd say that we won over a few fans that night. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for um, sure. We ended up going to the next round game. Uh, you guys play yeah. Fresno. Fresno. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fresno. And I think it went to extra time <laughs> in that one. It did. That was a that was a really really difficult match. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch. Um, but it was yeah, terrific just, to see you guys out there. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a good it was like a good time. Um, I think right behind us when we were sitting there, one of the players' wives and her newborn son were there. You know, and they're like, "That's my dad who just scored," and we're like, "Oh no!" Way. Or maybe it was FC Arizona. I don't know. But it, like having like that kind of uh, that kind of community, you know, like being like right next to the players' families is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely at the FC Arizona game. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah, John Guzzi scored the the winning yeah, goal. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. it felt so good. Yeah, felt so good. That was a good one. They uh, they um, yeah. tried to tell me I stole some smoke grenades from them after that game. <laughs> the FC Arizona fans, the Rampants. Pick on the bald guy. Funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, just the way that Sporting treated us the for the U.S. Open Cup game, like um. For the penalties, we all went behind the net or whatever. And, like, there was a USOC guy that was, like, trying to, like, kick people out of the stadium. And Tim came up and he's like, no, 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 these guys are staying. They're fine. This is opposing fans trying to heckle your goalkeeper. And he's like, no, no, they're fine. They can stay. They just, yeah. Just. It was, I mean, it's the Open Cup. It's a. What's neat about this, even in the even in the qualifying rounds, for for those who don't know, the Open Cup is, you know, f- for whatever it's forever, however well it's been uh, publicized in recent years, it's a very um, very important, legitimate com- uh, competition to U.S. soccer. So they send out um, a match commissioner for each one of these, and everything has to be in order. Like for our match against Rising, like up until the last minute. I was running around doing errands for the match commissioner. There's a divot in the grass here. This goal is out of place over here. Is, can you put another piece of tape on on this net? And you know that just tells me, wow, okay, you know they they're taking this seriously. But again, you mentioned Tim. Like there is no job beneath him. Tim is the Tim is part owner. He's general manager. He again, we don't have. We have titles, but but we don't because yeah. because Tim will do whatever it takes to make it come together, and uh, it's just great that when I when I need his help or he needs my help, like we lean on each other. So yeah, he'll he'll get over there and he'll make it right. Yeah, he yeah. actually like coached the team this year during the U.S. Open Cup game, right? So he was, you know, the, our the last official game that Aiden Davison was the head coach was our Open Cup qualifier against uh, Southwest FC last fall. Oh. Um, Aiden, Aiden had a family emergency. Uh, Tommy was um, out of town coaching his, his youth club, I believe. So, yeah, Tim did coach in that match, and he's on the sideline for, for a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the unfortunate that they didn't get past uh, qualifying this year. I, w- I think we talked yeah. about this before, but, I mean, getting to the, to the final in your, your league – and not getting at least a higher berth, you know, it's kind of bullshit in so, my opinion. Yeah. So 
talk us through a little bit of that. Like we've talked about how uh, the U.S. Open Cup, they're kind of pricing out lower level teams this year as opposed to before. Like you guys were playing a team that you'd played like three or four times last year and a pretty good team. Like uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, like one that was going to give you – uh, a run for your money in the first round that you were playing, the qualifying round. So, yeah, what was different from the 2019 qualifying from 2018 was that the U.S. soccer put a uh, – they put a draw, a deposit on I, – I forget how much it was, but it was it was an amount of money that they wanted you to put down. And it seems to me personally – I can't speak for anybody else, but – uh, they probably just wanted to make sure that they didn't get anybody dropping out because of travel costs. Um, because it's all well and good to, I mean, this would never happen with Southwest, but like, what if, what if El Paso Southwest puts in that they want to be part of the open cup and, you know, because they're banking on a, a 30 minute trip up the road to Crucis, mm-hmm. but they don't get that and they got to come to Phoenix and they say, well, forget it. Now they've got to redo everything. I yeah. think that's probably what U.S. soccer was trying to prevent okay. against. I don't know what the right answer is, but that did price out a few teams this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was, wasn't – um, I don't think it was North Texas Riotos, but that's like a beer league team, right? Yeah. I don't know much about Riotos. But I, I, as far as I know, I think they're like a beer league team. So, like, those, like, kind of ma- – like, not magical stories, but, like, you know, just yeah. random teams of guys that just got together and like to play, you know – yeah. If they don't have money, they're kind of screwed. But it also, this is a extremely legit tournament. You have yeah. to make sure you're getting legit teams. But that's uh, that's kind of why I like like the FA Cup in in England, and I like the opening rounds of the U.S. Open Cup this year. Like the Lansdowne Boys, those are like a pub team. They're a legit pub team. Yeah. They play out of a pub, and I like seeing teams like that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. I just don't. I don't. I don't like to lose to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's that's out there and that's how. Oh, tell, tell me about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. Um, walk us through a little bit of the Fresno game because that one's a little bit of a different uh, feel from the Rising game. Because obviously the Rising one, you're probably still over the moon about, but uh, the Fresno game was a lot was probably completely different for you guys. How did you feel hosting a, another USL team? It was completely different because. Everybody who was there was there for us, mm-hmm. and that included a lot of a lot of the same faces I'd seen the week before, and that was just phenomenal. Um, we kind of we kind of thought we were going to win. I thought so too. Uh, yeah. th- there was obviously the the guys were riding high, but you know they uh, the amount of talent and experience on that roster is just insane, and it's funny, like you know. Floody took that ball mm-hmm. uh, in the 77th from uh, from Papa, and you could see him kind of like eyeing the goal, and I go, don't shoot that. And he just buries it, and I was like, oh, oh. my gosh, we're going to win. <laughs> yeah, Flood was crazy good in that game. That was the last one he played all season, right? He it was. Got, he got hurt in that game. Yep, he so, got hurt. Yeah. And- yeah, that was one of the faces I would have liked to see you guys hold on to. And he got picked up, I think, by yeah, somebody. By, but- by somebody who used to play in Mesa and now plays in – some high school somewhere. Oh, them? Yeah. I thought he was picked up by RSL. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> we hate to see that. Um, um, yeah. So, one thing. Uh, so, your second So your second game of the season is May 11th, right? That's right. And so, we're going to do something kind of fun. Uh, we're pl- That's our first 
our first derby of the year. Um, we're playing MSC United from Mesa. Um, fun fact, I played a year of MSC when I was a kid. Nice. Um, and it's still right in my backyard. It's where my kids play their play their AYSO in that same same park. So, um, you know, we've we've gotten to be close with the organization. We really uh, try to help each other out. Yeah. And so to that end, because um, May 11th we're playing MSC United at home, um, we're gonna go ahead and call it Celebrators on a Soccer Night. And at halftime, I believe you guys are aware of this. We're gonna put together a small goal soccer match 10 minutes or so um we'll get some yeah. get some red fury some banditos hopefully maybe some ao phoenix we'll get a little get a little small goal game going so we can so we can um you know show show everybody who comes out a little bit of the flavor of arizona soccer yeah um i think uh i think aaron told me that he's seeing some interest from rising players on twitter or uh or instagram i don't know if anybody's gonna come out for that or not oh really um, Damn. but yeah, that's our first Friday night game of the year, the night before. So I encouraged the, the people who, uh, rising fans who want to check out, um, sporting AZ to check out that game the next day. Yeah. If you have, if you want to show us your, your ticket by, by email or, or at the gate, we'll give adults $2, um, $2 admission into the match. Okay. Nice. And where are you guys playing at this year? We're going to play at Hoy Stadium at Phoenix College. It's off okay. 15th Avenue and uh, Thomas. Okay. So you uh, Central Phoenix folks who are feeling a little ostracized from Sporting AZ last year, <laughs> fear not. We are we are in the, the center of the valley now. In the heart. Okay. Yeah. And is, uh, that, is that the plan for the future? Or? It's hard to say. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, it's really no secret that venue is going to be a the, the most difficult proposition Mm. at our level um but again like you know tim and his contacts and his relentless um drive towards making things happen you know we're always going to have a place to play and it's always going to be a a nice atmosphere yeah and uh, speaking about tim like when you say like relentless drive and everything it's it's crazy to me because like i feel like a lot of amateur teams if you don't have that they they go under in a couple years because it's it's kind of hard to see results, no? Like you have your on the field and everything, but gathering talent, trying to get as many fans as you can, it's it's hard to see results at that level, especially in a crowded market like Phoenix, where we have another amateur team, we have a couple amateur teams, we have a pro team trying to go to MLS, you know, and I can't even imagine what it would be like in LA trying to run a an amateur team, especially with how crowded that market is. It's amazing to me they just keep cropping up though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you get the uh, if you get the alerts from UPSL like I do, uh, Southern California is adding a new team every month or so. It's insane. It's insane. They can't even get people to Orange County games. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I dare I dare say the Wolves are outdrawing uh, Orange County. <laughs> which which ones in USL? Uh, SC. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there is FC and then yeah. there's LA Wolves. Yeah. Damn, that's insane. Um, yeah, a lot going out there. Yeah, there is. But uh, it, it just speaks to you guys. I mean, the interest that you've gathered. And again, that Open Cup game was huge. Um, it definitely got me hooked, you know, and celebrate Arizona Soccer Night. I definitely encourage everybody to come out. If anything, just come drink a beer, watch, watch your friends play a small goal match at half. But uh, it's hard not to look at this, this, uh, this team and be like, you know what, I'll keep an eye on them at least, you know? And the Griffin Club's really cool. Really helps you feel a little bit closer to um to a team. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. I know you probably have a list of people and you're like, that motherfucker hasn't joined yet. <laughs> <laughs> well and uh 
the plan right now is to is to get together at Georgian Dragon before home home matches. Okay. And uh, they've agreed to uh, stream our away matches there. Nice. So That's huge. To the to the extent that our that our opponents throughout the conference are going to be streaming, I'm pretty sure they will. Um, you know, when we when we go away, like we've got <clears throat> we've got away matches at a couple of a couple of newbies to the conference, like uh, a Tapatio and High Plains Drifters up in Amarillo, and there's a a team that's new to the league in El Paso called Intercity SC. Oh yeah. The the names are all great. Yeah. They're they're wonderful. They're really fantastic. Yeah. The team's actually going to Midland uh this year. They're gonna play at that really nice um multi purpose stadium called uh I think it's called well, it's probably gone through a number of changes, but they've got a really nice stadium out there, I think where the MPSL team plays too, so yeah. Um so that'll be a good road trip if anybody's really feeling ambitious. Yeah. I mean Shoot, maybe it'd be a good time. Maybe we can get some people together. But um, speaking of MPSL, just personally, what are your thoughts on that MPSL Pro thing that's going to be MPSL happening over the Pro, summer? brother? Hell yeah. Um, I'm okay. Or yeah. Are, sure. you, are you in MPSL, brother? Hell yeah. Or MPSL, brother? Hell no. Or I hope it succeeds. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Yeah. Um, I personally feel like it has one year, and it might not even make it through that that first season I does don't it know. feel like the the alliance american football to you it feels like that it feels like nasl part two <laughs> like it just doesn't seem right to me i don't know it, it, i just rather those teams stick to npsl like the regular one yeah. you know i like the list of teams i was going through the list of teams i'm like oakland roots i like them they're doing a lot of things for the community yep uh detroit city doing great things and then i see fc arizona and i was like why why do they got to ruin it with this shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you had me on such a high, and then you're like, you're... That's what, again, I'm worried about the league because I do like Oakland Roots and like what they're doing for their community, but they haven't kicked a ball yet. And if they if they don't last more than a year, I'm, I'm worried that'll all just go to nothing, you know? So I'm hoping they can at least find a home in NPSL or somewhere yeah. stable that's not a pro tournament started by... NASL wannabes, you know? Right. I'm just a little worried about that. That'll be a heck of a lifestyle brand that they can carry on even if they don't play soccer beyond this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be cool to kind of see it shift to from, from a soccer team to just something else. They had Damian Lillard wearing their gear on national TV in a from playoff Portland, game. Yeah. 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 Like, insane. Yeah, so I can't compete with that, I don't think. Well, you know what? Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see what we can do. Yeah, get we Larry did get Fitzgerald uh, out there and some sporting gear. I think you guys saw that uh, um, one of the uh, one of the old time alums of the Arizona Suaros, uh, Roger Espinoza, mm-hmm. gave us a little shout out yesterday. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, it was neat to see see him and Tim chatting at the uh, at our friendly with KC earlier this year. Um, you know, we've got. Alums like Nick DeLeon, uh, Justin Miram, just a lot of guys who, you know, when, Justin Miram. Yeah. What? Yeah. When, um, you know, this is back in the day when Yavapai Community College was like the, the, like one of the best soccer schools around. It might still be, but oh, you know, they had a they had a connection to to Tim and some of the other people who were running the team at that time, Peter Jackson, and boy, if you were playing for Yavapai in the fall, you were playing for the Suarez in the summer. Yeah. And so that's a that's a neat little bit of history. Damn, I didn't know you that. Should have seen his eyes light up when he mentioned a. Oh, player. I recognized a player because <laughs> you know me. Like, oh, dang. like when it comes to soccer player names, I'm like, if you haven't played for us, 
I don't know you. And then he said Justin Miram, and I was like, wait a minute, I know a Justin Miram. His ears actually perked out of his hat. A little bit, yeah. Tucked in. Yeah, that's cr- that's crazy. And I guess, I guess being around for 30 years, you'll get a couple familiar names coming through. So for sure. Makes sense. So do you have hope for MPSL Pro? or? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Especially since there are so many examples of what not to do already on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've got to think that anybody who's going to lay out the money that it's going to take to make this happen is giving everything they have into making it succeed. Right. So... You know, if if FC Arizona succeeds and they get their and they get their stadium and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> twenty thousand, what nineteen thousand seats? Yeah, stadium, yeah, they say? no, ten thousand. It was ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's all it's all positive. Yeah, it's the it's the proverbial rising tide, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, and any any competitions that good for us. You know, if they do build their ten thousand seat stadium, we'll go up to fifteen. You know, it's. if there's enough fans to fill it we don't know yet but you know competition's good and um yeah i don't know having another pro league will be good i just personally am a little skeptical about it but uh the teams that are in are are all pretty well supported they have is chattanooga playing in that one chattanooga's in it Yeah. yeah yeah they are and then um jacksonville detroit city is jacksonville in it or no i don't know i don't think so I think the Cosmos are in. Cosmos are Miami. Miami FC, yeah. Um, Jacksonville's kind of a wild card, I think. Yeah, because yeah. I know they were looking at USL, but there's something about broadcast rules or something that oh, he okay. didn't like because the guy who owns them owns a media company, oh. and he really just owns them to get his media company out. It's so strange. It's a huge city. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, why not? But I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... Do you have anything you want to add? Like... Again, I did not prep at all, and I rarely do. That's just, that's just what the show is about, man. This is what we do. Stop talk, we talk about mics during the show. You know, it's great. Uh, just come find Sporting AZFC on social media, and um, please consider coming out to the matches. We'll put up something more, um, more concrete on our plans for the 11th, and um, and any plans for meeting up at Georgia Dragon, but. You know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun season. We have we have ten matches on the docket for the regular season, five home, five away, and um, the weekend of May twenty fifth, twenty sixth, we're actually playing uh, a back to back. We've got a Saturday night <clears throat> against uh, Southwest FC's U twenty ones. They've got a, a a second team in the league this year, mm-hmm. so we'll play the U twenty ones on Saturday night and the full squad at one o'clock the following day. That should be a blast. That mm-hmm. also you saying that um, Sporting AZ also has a cut like a, a two team, right? Or we do still have a second team. I believe this year we're gonna um, we're gonna play in the uh, Arizona Champions League. Nice. And then there's also the don't you guys are starting a women's team, correct? Yes, in the process of building a roster, finding out what the what the scheduling is going to look like, probably put together some friendlies before working with the league to put together a, a conference that that makes that makes sense for everyone. Yeah, Dang, that's we almost huge. let that one slide. I know. Oof. I was like, I know there's like it's a good call. Yeah. No, it's just it's just cool like being a part of something where there's there's so much growth and there's so many opportunities to do things. You know, talking about the MPSL Founders Cup, like. It's kind of neat that somebody else is trying something new, and we can w- sit back and watch and say, um, you know, is that is that something we're interested in or not? Is um, 
you know, there's, there's always, there's always opportunities to grow the club and, um, and to reach more people. And we do have, uh, some more news that's going to be dropping as far as, uh, growth mode. Um, stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Sweet. Yeah. Make sure you follow them. We'll be retweeting their stuff. We'll be actually, we'll do recaps of your games too, just for people, um, who might not have time to tune in, but actually there's no excuse not to tune in because only two or three matches interfere with rising matches and they're away. Not only that, but you know, all of our home matches and probably most of the away ones are going to be streamed on my Cujo. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's my TV and yeah. we'll have our own page. It'll be linked up to the website. I'll have our entire schedule up that uh, up there linked. So you can go back and you can, you know, just like, just like in the YouTube days, or if you've got ESPN Plus, and you can just go back and watch anytime you yeah. want. Yeah, you know, all of our games from last year are still up on on my Kuju, So, yeah, so there's really no excuse not to fucking watch. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll force you to if we have to. We will come to your house and we will bird box the shit out of you and hold your eyes open. Bird box. I did not know that. No, I don't condone this at all. You don't. Con- <laughs> no, Kyle doesn't, but we will. We condone it. Michael, Michael, and I condone the shit out of it, but Kyle's not a part of it. Uh, by the way, uh, FC Tucson lost two to zero to Tormenta. Tormenta's kind of scary. I don't know if you guys really want to talk about that. Michael, Cody doesn't. play. I don't, he might have. I didn't see the eleven. When, yeah. they, when they get promoted, will uh, who's going to go down? Do you think it's Tacoma? Oh, is that a re- promotion relegation joke? It, it is. Did it fall flat? A little bit, a little bit. Darn. It, was <laughs> it took me a second. My mind's not there. It was a foreign concept to me because <laughs> I don't watch international soccer. I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Um, like I my first year blogging was basically just me like looking at these people fighting about pro-rel and, and going, still what are. is wrong with you guys? Mm-hmm. They still are. I see it every day, and I get really confused. I'm like, it's not it, fucking happening yeah. here yeah, unless USL does it, yeah. and even then they probably won't. The MLS owners w- wouldn't let it happen. No, heck no. And I, I, I don't fully blame them because if you put that much money, like the $200 million is the new buy It's at $200 million now. And, and then have the chance to like go down. Yeah, afterwards. could you imagine Robert Kraft, all that he's done for that league? And, I mean, he has, he's put a shit product on the field, but he saved that league a couple times. Yeah. Having, he, he did say, hey, buddy, we appreciate it, but you haven't done good on the field. You're going yeah. down to USL. Yeah, good him luck. and Kroenke mm-hmm. and the Hunts and – um, and the AEG people, like, it's it's insane what they've done to get us to the point where we can even have this conversation. Yeah, and the league was, like, a fax away from folding in, like, 2002 or some shit. It's That's amazing. Story. It's amazing to think about. Yeah, yeah. and here but we are. The USL is setting up this League 1 and League 2 thing, championship, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe it starts out there. I don't know how that happens with two teams. Like like how we have FC Arizona or F, uh, FC Tucson. Jeez, that was, I don't know. That was yeah. a slip. They're just it, you can Tucson you can edit that right. Higher. Yeah, I can edit the, that uh, out on the on the hate scale. I can get a sound clip of Michael saying, "At least we have FC Arizona," and I'll just hold that over his head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, "Oh no, that was just we were talking." Nobody about will believe you. Nobody yeah. will believe you. Nobody's still listening at this point. Can you send that to me? I'll just share that out all the yeah, time. Yeah, I would love to. Um, So yeah I think that's all I got Again unless you guys Have anything else We're chilling Thanks for coming on Kyle Oh man thanks for having me Appreciate it We'll have you on again We'll have you on a couple times Whenever Christian can't come We'll just call you over You know (laughs) 
I'm so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> if Christian never fixes his car, you just might be a permanent fixture. Who knows? Yeah. He spent like a ton of money on Lyft lately because he just refuses to fix his car. And I'm like, I could have taken that money and like put it in your car, but it's okay. He was doing donuts on the freeway. That's why. That's why. I, that's what I heard. Yeah. I hear that's dangerous. I hear too. Yeah. Um, you know what I also hear? 